0: This podcast is called The Real Story About Chronic Pelvic Pain Syndromes. The following talk is about the Wise-Anderson Protocol with your host, Dr. David Wise, co-author of A Headache in the Pelvis. Dr. Wise developed the Wise-Anderson Protocol with Stanford urologist, Dr. Rodney Anderson. He has been treating pelvic pain in a specialized group for over 20 years. In 2015, 33,000 deaths were attributed to narcotics or opioid use. Officials of the Center for Disease Control have observed that doctor-prescribed pain medication is often the gateway to opioid addiction as well as to addiction of other addicting drugs. The reaction to the increasing problem of the abuse of opioids benzodiazepines and other medications for pain especially for those with chronic pelvic pain who have been managing their pain with pain medications more and more feel the stigmatization and fear in doctors about prescribing pain medication for them put simply if someone suffers from chronic pelvic pain and has been managing their symptoms with opioids, benzodiazepines, and other addicting pain medications, they may be finding that it is increasingly difficult to obtain these pain medications from doctors who increasingly are reluctant to prescribe them. Chronic pelvic pain syndromes like what is diagnosed as pelvic floor dysfunction, interstitial cystitis, levator ani syndrome, chronic proctalgia, chronic tailbone pain or coccygodynia, or certainly prostatitis in men, all of which involve chronically contracted muscles of the pelvic floor, have been routinely treated with pain medications. Indeed, When someone has chronic pelvic pain and they are referred to pain management, this typically means that a doctor has not been able to resolve the patient's symptoms with conventional means and is sending the patient to a doctor for pain medication, essentially. In our experience training patients with the Wise-Anderson Protocol, we have found over the past 23 years that there is no drug solution to chronic pelvic pain syndrome as there is no surgical solution for it. Absent other options, pain medications are given in an attempt to help the sufferer of chronic pelvic pain manage. And indeed, in the current environment of clamping down on addictive pain medications, pelvic pain sufferers have gotten caught up in the squeeze on the availability of pain medications for their pain. In my view, giving drugs for pelvic pain is a band-aid at best to the problem, and eventually this attempted solution fails. We have seen many patients taking narcotic and other addicting pain medications who wound up being addicted to the pain medications and simultaneously living with very high levels of pain, levels of pain that they had first experienced before taking the pain medication. To make matters worse, narcotic medications tend to lower the pain threshold, which means that what didn't hurt before now hurts and requires more medication, which eventually becomes ineffective and leading to other kinds of difficult problems. The use of pain medication for chronic pelvic pain, in my view, ultimately represents a misunderstanding about what chronic pelvic pain syndromes are. Our own viewpoint is is that chronic pelvic pain comes from a chronically tightened pelvic floor, from doing a kind of ongoing Kegel exercise, from a pelvic floor charley horse, if you will, that is usually triggered by years of responding to the stresses of life by tightening up the pelvic muscles. After years of this kind of tightening, the muscles become chronically contracted and very sore, like the muscles in your shoulders would if you were to tighten them, by holding your shoulders up for months or years. At a certain point, the chronically tightened muscles shorten, develop trigger points or small areas of spasm within the tight muscles, and the area becomes painful. The reflex of tightening or guarding against pain is a dysfunctional reflex when it comes to pelvic pain. When the pain doesn't go away, someone almost always becomes afraid or anxious that the pain will never go away. This anxiety makes the pain worse. So in our view, a cycle of tension, anxiety, pain, and protective guarding takes place that has a life of its own and is out of control of all of the measures that are currently used to stop it. In other words, reversing the self-feeding cycle of the chronic internal charley horse and the protective, guarding, and anxiety that feed it is beyond the ability of drugs or surgery to correct. In my view, as someone who is gratefully free of pain after having suffered with pelvic pain for over 20 years, dealing with the problem of pelvic pain is an inside job that the sufferer, him or herself, must take on. It is not an outside job. No one else can fix it for you. You must take certain steps that are sometimes not intuitively obvious to heal a sore and chronically tightened pelvis. The Wise-Anderson Protocol is a program that does not use drugs or surgery for the treatment of chronic pelvic pain. In fact, those of us who treat patients with chronic pelvic pain using the Wise-Anderson Protocol over the years see reliance on drugs to deal with chronic pelvic pain as a complication in treatment. In 2015, we published a study in the Journal of Applied Psychophysiology and Biofeedback on how our protocol is associated with a voluntary reduction of medication use after six months. This study documented the voluntary reduction of medication use in patients with refractory chronic pelvic pain syndrome, utilizing a protocol, the Wise-Anderson Protocol, of pelvic floor myofascial trigger point release, the use of an FDA-approved internal trigger point wand, and a method of relaxing the muscles of the pelvic floor called paradoxical relaxation. Patients were self-referred and were enrolled in a six-day clinic in October 2008 to May 2013 and followed the protocol for six months in the complete case analysis, the percentage of patients using medications at baseline showed over a one-third reduction. These patients were not told to stop medication use. They chose to do it voluntarily. Our program views pelvic pain and its successful treatment as ultimately an inside job of resolving the chronic tightening in the pelvic floor and what is often chronic anxiety or worry in the patient. This means our patients spend a considerable period of time every day physically loosening the pelvic tissue with a certain clear protocol of internal and external physical therapy that they do themselves, and they devote significant time daily in a state of inner quiet, a kind of healing chamber in which the sore tissue is not squeezed or irritated. In my experience, putting the pelvic floor in this kind of healing chamber, quote unquote, which is the relaxation protocol that people do every day, allows the pelvic irritation to heal. The pelvic floor is like a multitasking copier, faxer, printer, and scanner. When its function is impaired with pain and chronic tension, All of the functions of the pelvic floor from urination, defecation, orgasm, sitting, bodily support, and of course the ability to be relaxed and pain-free can be impaired. No drug or surgery can fix this. The solution to this problem is an inside job, ultimately, requiring the efforts and inner behavior changing of the patient. The idea that you can cut this problem out or drug it or beat it out like a dent in a fender is a deep misunderstanding of the problem. For more information, go to our website, www.pelvicpainhelp.com.